Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with the bad boys of podcasting, Mike, the big hand bopper Hanford. Hey, everybody. How's it going out there? And Timmy Calpy K, the Greek freak. What is up? <sighs> Timmy Calpy K. Before I knew you were Greek, Tim, I just thought you were a freak. A freaky I'm man. super freaky. <laughs> Guys, yeah. what Ow. a satisfying summer to be a slophead. This is a huge, big one. Do you huge agree? summer. Sure, we had to cancel a tour. Sure. Who but cares? The listeners, listeners not thinking about that. They don't care about that. I they're they're thinking beginning of summer, I put my chips on the slops and they paid off big time. Yep. The two mm-hmm. albums have come out. I'm I'm cranking them. I've shaken my butt every conceivable way. <laughs> it's almost off. <laughs> my pussy's every direction. To the point where it's blown out and I got I Got to see my primary care physician. Okay, that's a Dutch album. <laughs> Why not the Gyno? Boys. Why not the Gyno? Why are you going no, to primary no. care? And my, and my penis, if I have one, is all tangled up like a Snyder sourdough. <laughs> Oof. Hard pretzel? <laughs> yeah, the stubby little hard yeah. one. Mine's more like the honey <laughs> no. mustard nuggets all crushed up. <laughs> <laughs> covered in dust. <laughs> got crunched up and covered in dust. <laughs> Dude, we, this is not how we start this podcast. Well, we have a big announcement, Mike. The, it's, the gravy train isn't over. Well, say it already. There's more on the way, is there not? There is. Yeah, and we we sort of have been coy boys and have been teasing through the spring and early summer that there was more to come. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The eagle-eyed uh, internet user might already know what we're going to say. Yeah, if you have access to Google, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the Crown Jewel Sonic Ranch, album four from the Sloppy Boys. Yeah. You know the tracks. You love the tracks. What if I told you that cameras were rolling the whole time? The whole time? The whole whole time? time. (laughs) Surely they didn't capture any of me. (laughs) Oh, did they? You can see every inch of the big hand bopper. Oh, stop. (laughs) Folks, we got a documentary coming out directed by Robert Olguin, the Prince of El Paso. Woo! Woo! The Sloppy Boys. A feature-length, a feature-length movie, a full feature-length doc. This is right up there with all with hoop dreams. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fly on the wall. If you want to see Tim 
spit fucking fire, dude. Thank you. For, for the verses in Gardens of Gamora, you got it. Yes. Yes. If you want to see yes. Dutz struggle to drum to a click, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see Hanford uh, play a guitar solo that fucking rips, mm-hmm. you'll get it. That was Yuppie Man. Yes. What is the title of this documentary? I'm sure that people want to know. Why it's blood, sweat, and beers, of course. <laughs> Love it. This is great. I'm so pumped for people to get to see this movie. And it, it, where it, it's premiering at the El Paso Film Festival on September 29th. So get your butt down to El Paso, I guess. We're going to be there. Yeah, come on out. Jeez. Buy a ticket, folks. We'll see you there. Go online. Google your way online and get tickets at the El Paso Film Festival website. Um, and... This is fun, basically, is what we're saying. This is cool, and it's good. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the process of the album. You're going to see some funny, funniness along the yeah, way. you're basically living with us for a week. It's the it's the uh, Beatles, <laughs> don't let me down, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Coming all back. What was the, the name of the... Get back, get back. Get back. Get back. I am... Tim and I were talking about this before the podcast... He and I feel both that we have not woken up today. I agree. Mm. Okay, and I am trying here, and I can't remember the name of a Beatles documentary. You know what I took the other day? <laughs> You're a Beatle maniac. You guys ever hear of Unisom? No. Unicef? It's a sleep aid. It used to be prescription. It's not anymore. It should still be prescription, because I took one, and it knocked me the fuck out for like a day and a half. I slept like wow. I slept fantastically, but then I never woke up like the whole next day. Well- let me break down the etymology of that word, unisom. Okay, som comes from insomnia. If it's insomnia, it means you can't sleep. Som means sleep. Una is universal. Mm. So this pill gives you a universal sleep. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Maybe go up there and uh, take a nap with some of those minions <laughs> if you want such universal sleep. Huh? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> huh? I'm joking over here on my own spit. <sighs> you know what I'm drinking? <laughs> You guys ever had, I'm drinking a Canada Dry product. It's called Black Cherry Wishniak. Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> what the fuck? And it's no. written small off to the side in like <laughs> Times <laughs> New Roman font. What the fuck it is looks that? fake. And Wishniak is like a Polish last name. Wish. Well, let me, I've never had this before. And I picked it up the other day. I was, I was <laughs> ginger ale shopping and I picked this up. <laughs> and I freaking, uh, hold on. I wanted to, Wishniak is a... It's like Wozniak. It's Wishniak originally is a liquor made in Russia uh, um, consisting of sugar, cherries, and vodka. But this is a soda, uh, old-fashioned soda with genuine black cherry flavor. It is so good. It tastes, uh, it's just thick. It's a, it's a, <laughs> I don't even remember. I opened this yesterday and I didn't drink all of it, but I don't even remember any fizz in it. <laughs> it's just, it feels like a mixer. <laughs> like a syrup. I mean, this is just like add, drink a sip of it and add like two shots of, Vodka, and you got a drink, I think. Mm. Damn. Wishniak. <laughs> That's good Wishniak. Nyak, nyak. This is Wishniak season for me. <laughs> yeah. Nyak, nyak. So we, I guess there's two things we wanted to say. It was, is A, there's a feature-length documentary about us that's coming out, but also equally importantly, yes. Wishniak. It's a Wishniak day. 
<laughs> I guess the documentary is brought to you by Wishniak. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Canada Dry Brand. Just the, the, the nope. it's the the council National Council of Wishniaks got together. Just in general, damn. That's funny when that happens. You know when you when you see commercial like got milk or beef it's what's for dinner or pork mm. the other white meat it's like not one brand it's just like all the farmers were like let's all chip in a coalition <laughs> of farmers that's so hey, funny we're going in on an ad you want to get in on this i'd love to let's get our stuff sold here and with that do we turn to booze news we do yes let's turn to booze news hit it Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer is one of the summer's most hotly anticipated event movies, but the age gap between Killian Murphy and Florence Pugh has caused some controversy. Speaking of age gaps... Uh, Grimace is 52. Grimace is 52. Toad is 32. Grimace is 52. Toad is 32. Toad is 32. Grimace is 52. Toad is 32. Grimace is 52. It's almost like you're pulling down your reading glasses. Grimace is 52. Looking at the sheet. Ah, yes. We know it's Toad is 32 and Grimace is 52. Yes. Grimace's age divided by 2 plus 7 is 33, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> is Grimace too old for Toad? Was sent to us by Marion Sean from Baltimore. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a found footage. Uh, <laughs> something. They did all my work for me at the end. Yeah, there. what do you got to say now, say Hot Shot? Nice. <laughs> I'm just speechless. <laughs> what did they say? What, did, have we, did we say on the podcast that the rule is your age cut in half, half your age divided by seven. two plus seven? Or is that just common knowledge? I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Only this podcast is breaking stories about... The ages of <laughs> yeah. Grimace, Grimace. And yeah, and that Grimace is fucking Toad apparently. Yeah, yeah, where'd Jeez. that come from? Why are we talking about that? Jesus, yeah. who'd want that? Oh boy, that's a blast from the past, Timbo. Who wouldn't love that? Who wouldn't love that? <laughs> Do you guys want to hear my booze news? Yeah, sure. Now's the time. Well, this is really, really very special booze news because this is not this is not a headline that I read or something that was sent to me. But I just wanted to share with you guys an anecdote of something that I Ooh. lived in this past week. Because you know, we talk a lot about drinks here. Hey, we read this. I read this. I did this. But we're mm. on Zoom. We're all cooped up. But sometimes you got to get out there in the wild. You got to see what's so, going on. So Tim, this is like a human interest story. It's like a human interest story, exactly. Humid interest with the heat these days. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, with the heat, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Squeaks by with that one. That was whew, close. Jeff, one. I got out of that one. <laughs> that could have been rough. Much like Kanye did to Taylor, I should have let you finish. Okay, um, here's the story. He, he did let her finish. <laughs> here's the story. Um, you guys know I was just in New Jersey. I I, I went, did a vacation to the Jersey Shore towns, right? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Hey, we're talking Asbury Park, Seaside Heights, mm -hmm. Atlantic City, Wildwood, Cape May. But everybody knows that. But what some people may not know. <laughs> there's also, uh, toward the end of the trip, I, I spent a night in Princeton, New Jersey. You ever been to Princeton, New Jersey? Uh, yeah, I went there for four years. <laughs> Don't. Do not. Four, correct me on that one. <laughs> uh, those four years where you had to go 
<laughs> clean up turds in the hall. <laughs> That's it. I was going to say shit in a bathroom. In the hall. Four <laughs> years. You two are surely not Princeton lads. Um. Okay, so Princeton, obviously, uh, uh, you know, quaint college town with a big fat Ivy League campus there. And I go, I'm, I'm walking around, right? So uh, um, there's a row of restaurants just off campus. Yeah, restaurant row. I had just had Ooh. the spiciest ramen I ever did have. Really? Now, let me paint a picture. I'm walking. I'm walking. In front of me, walking the same direction. So I'm behind them. A couple of girls in Princeton students. I want to call them. They're young. I want to say freshman, sophomore students walk in same direction as me in front of me. You're following them. Just to be clear, you're following two college girls. <laughs> yeah, I'm <Okay>. tracking them. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying anything, but you can hear me breathing. <laughs> sure. uh-huh. um, no, uh, I'm walking, minding my own business. They're walking. Everyone's just walking. But in the other direction, coming towards us, thup, thup, thup. Yeah. <laughs> Three college boys, also young freshman sophomores, mm-hmm. you know, and they these guys got the kind of TikTok hair, you know, like the bushy bangs, yep, kind yeah, of sure. no no cap bussing type guys, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're walking toward me, and uh, and I'm 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 watching. This is very good people watching for me. These guys clock these girls right, and they're they walk past, and then as they pass, one of the guys, the tall tall good lookingest guy of the gang, turns to the girls and says, "Hey." Borg. And the girls <laughs> st- st- stop and go, what? And he goes, dirty Borg. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like, dirty Borg tonight. At, and then he says an address and uh, he's inviting them to a Borg party. He sees these girls. Borg. Says, We're going to a Borg party. I'm going to invite the girls. So he's like, yep, yeah, dirty. I don't know what dirty Borg is. I th- I'm guessing that it's like your pun names for your Borg are supposed okay. to be oh. pornographic. Hmm. Um. And he's like, okay, over there to a dirty board party. Okay. And then the guys walk off and the girls are like, what? <laughs> and they keep, keep walking away and I'm watching them keep walking away. And then they go, they stop. And Were you like, don't worry. I got the address. We'll all go together. <laughs> <laughs> dirty Borg. Uh, Borg they go, and then they go, and then they turn around and they, and they walk in the same in the direction of the boys and they decided to go to the Borg party. Whoa, right then and there. So I just, I got to witness, you know, we've drank Borgs on the show mm-hmm. uh-huh. and we talked about Borgs, but for me, it's mainly coming from TikTok or news articles or, or whatever. So to see some 19 year olds. Yeah. And to hear that this is what they do on a Saturday night on, on an Ivy League campus. They're drinking Borgs, folks. Wow. Wow. You saw it with your own eyes. I, I'm still surprised they're drinking Borgs at college. That seemed like a, fa- a fad that would have been gone by now. Hmm. Also, we learned that usually we drink a Borg at a darty, a daytime party. Right. Right. right, right. But this was night. Nardy. I bet this is the type of thing where people get there. It's like, it's a Borg party, but whatever. We're drinking beers, too. Yeah, Mike, you sound like someone who's never been to a Darty or a Nardy. <laughs> Have you been to I've a Nardy? I've never been to a Darty or a Nardy, but <laughs> I think the Borg is over. We should have us big in LA. We should have a Slavic Boys Nardy. <laughs> I think the Borg is over, and these guys are promoting a an out-of-fashion party. Wow. Shots fired at Princeton. Also, I don't, like, I don't like our Princeton uh, kids drinking Borgs and ruining their big brains. We need them. We need those big brains. Yeah, these are the leaders of tomorrow. We need these guys. That is kind of funny that like college kids are just college kids and you could be at yeah. 
you know, like whether it's like ASU or Princeton, there's a guy with like bushy bangs going, Borg. <laughs> I love that too, that he's just like Borg and not like, hey, there's a Borg party night. Or yeah, like, was was that just a way to, to like keep them off balance? Is that like a pickup type thing where you, you just like you spin around at some girls and you say something like Borg and they're like, what? And then it did, it did feel like a thing. Like, like a thing. yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a neg cause it's not negative, but it did. It does sort of throw you off kilter. It's like, wham, bam. I just, I just said a weird word. I just blurted out the word. Like the other person has to ask a question. It's like, what's Borg? Oh, now we're talking. I mean, I, I'm sure these, I, I'm sure everybody involved knows what a Borg, it's a blackout rage gown mm. and they're college kids and they would know, but it just the way he blurted it out it's like if he just went hot dog and you're like what and you're like i'm having a hot dog <laughs> hot dog oh, very nice <laughs> and i'm inviting you to my hot dog dinner well i don't like our our princeton uh men and women drinking uh, or eating hot dogs either <laughs> yeah. like we're gonna get you down there and straighten up the place i know i was down there for four years <laughs> my um my booze news I already talked about. Black Wishniak. Black Cherry Wishniak. Oh, brought to you by Black Cherry Wishniak. <laughs> if you see it, folks, pick one up and just try it. It's, you know, I don't think it, this thing probably didn't cost me more than $3. And that's Canada Dry. That's Canada Dry. The makers of, uh, you know, your your classic ginger ale and your ginger ale bold. Right. Don't forget ginger ale bold. Yeah, diet. I think they have an orange one. Okay. Ginger ale. Here's what's weird is it's a little redundant to say... Black cherry Wishniak, because now I'm I, I just googled Wishniak and it, and is, it is like black cherry. Yeah. it's a it's a black cherry drink. It's like chai tea. It, it would be I think if if they just put Wishniak on this, people would be like, I have no idea what that is. But black cherry, I've heard of before. <laughs> well, then it's like if you're gonna say black cherry, just lose the Wishniak. Just say black cherry. It's <laughs> black <Canada>. cherry drink. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why are they insisting on writing Wishniak on their? product <laughs> you know the uh yeah, no word no one's ever seen before i think the people at canada dry have done their uh marketing research and they, they know what they're doing they, they're they, there's no accident what yeah. goes on these labels i mean think about a hot summer day you're in the sun you're sweaty you need to hydrate mm-hmm. you reach for a wishniak have me a wishniak <laughs> i got home from a run today i was soaked with sweat i was so hot i came in remember the the candida that we did last uh, week oh yeah I had some of the grapefruit juice left, and I drank that grape <gasps> juice right down, baby. Grapefruit juice. Wait, what does oh, that have to do Michael. with the candida shot? Uh, oh, you mean the, the Cantorito? Cantorito, sorry, the Cantorito. What is? Yeah. What was the candida shot? Yeah, yeah. That's the um, like cayenne ginger oh, face geez. melter we did. Oh God, I told you I was. Tired. Those are behind the paywall on the Patreon. Whoops! Blah. I shouldn't be talking about that. No, we should. We want people back there. Yeah, plug it. Everybody, <laughs> hey, subscribe on a serious note. Subscribe. Subscribe, and for now, and now it's only five dollars. That's awesome. It was five dollars before. But- Another cool thing about our our Patreon is we last week there was a video episode that we had shot with Money Mark on the uh, Sonic Ranch Ooh, yeah. in Texas, and we put that on YouTube for all. If you want, go on there on our YouTube channel, watch this hour long interview us interviewing Money Mark. If you like that. You're what that's you experiencing the sloppy boys blowout. Then go to our page. That's what's happening. That's week. you experiencing that's that. That's what's happening. The, the, what's <laughs> actually happening in your brain, if you were to see the neural pathways, yeah, Oof. is you're, you're experiencing the sloppy boys blowout. So then you should go to Patreon yeah. and subscribe. And your pleasure centers are just lighting up. <laughs> yeah. Is that <laughs> it for booze news? Wrap it up. Oof. 
Oof. Video Ouch. game. That's not Duck Hunt. No. Duck Man? But I know it. Donkey Kong. Oh, yes. Ah, the Big Ape. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Barrel Throwing Monkey. <laughs> that you love to Donkey topple. Man. Yes. <laughs> okay, you guys ready to talk about the drink of the day? Finally, Please. yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> aloha, mahalo. Yeah, it's the mai tai you've had. <laughs> wow, yeah. yes, you took me by surprise. We're doing what today? Wow, mai tai. That is a big boy. That's one of the greats. A doozy. Where was that one? Mm-hmm. Every time we thumb through the Rolodex through the through the IBA, yeah. we're like, oh, this fucking pu- what's this one? This one sucks. This one sucks. We skipped right by mai tai. I think, yeah, we would see it and go, we'll do this eventually. Mm, ace up the sleeve. Because we love it. We we know it. We love it. We wanted to make sure we became expert podcasters yes. before we tackled the big boy. Yes. So you guys have both had, tell me what, what, what's your, what comes to mind? What's your image of the Mai Tai? What's your connotation with the Mai Tai? My, uh, my con- uh, uh, you and Mike Mitchell getting them a lot, Mai Tais. Mm-hmm. Mitch was all even in, before the tiki boom. Mitch was always into them. He orders them at normal bars. Yeah, yeah, which is questionable. Like a, like a dive bar. He'd be like, "Can you make a mai tai?" And they'll be like, "Uh, oh, I think so." They're like, oh, "I'll make you something with fruit juice in it." One time on a plane, somebody uh, because uh, it was Hawaiian Airlines was like, "Can do you have a mai tai?" And the flight attendant was like, "Uh, no, but I can make you something similar." And I was like, "He's probably gonna do pineapple juice and rum, and it's gonna be way wrong." But he did orange juice and amaretto. And huh. I thought that was clever because the almond and the orange, mm. that's the taste of a Mai Tai. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to this. I haven't had a Mai Tai in a long time. Yeah. I conflate it with a lot of the other tiki drinks like we've discussed before. A lot of tiki drinks are kind of similar, but this one is kind of the, the big dog. It's the most well-rounded and it's kind of my go-to. This and the zombie are my um, kind of my go-tos. Yeah. I'm with you, Jeff, because I don't really know the other ones and I'm just like those are two I know and there's usually a huge line I'm like ah, zombie I have zombie is like when you're trying to do some damage you know like my tie yeah is I I think my tie is like the big boy it's like the Budweiser of yeah, tiki yeah, drinks yeah. or something and it's uh, like I think of it as I always my first time at a new tiki bar I order the my tie as like a gauge I just start with uh, that is my first drink to be like do they do it right or do they do it well zombie to me is like I don't want to have to order two drinks. So I'm going to order this one <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to get If you only have up. 30 minutes before um, Grown Ups 2 starts across the street, <laughs> get yourself. <laughs> get yourself a Mai Tai, split a scorpion bowl with somebody and walk out the door. <laughs> so, but yeah, so this is people that don't know Tiki or even us before we were enlightened. You you conflate other tropical drinks. You know, you might think like, oh, the pina colada or strawberry daiquiri or margarita are like the big yeah, ones. Yeah. But those are not tiki. We're talking tiki, tiki, tiki. Mm. <laughs> Mai Tai is the big one. And um, the history is this. You know, when we're talking tiki, you're talking about two main dudes, Don the Beachcomber and Trader Vic. And while Don the Beachcomber came first and he was in L.A. and he invented that your beloved zombie and a bunch of other cocktails. This one, the Big Mama, is actually attributed to Trader Vic about 10 years later because because uh, Don the Beachcomber is like early 30s in L.A. And then Trader Vic opened Trader Vic's in uh, Oakland and uh, invented this drink in 1944 or Ooh. in the early 40s. And this is his big contribution. There's a fight. A lot of, uh, you know, Don the Beachcomber said, I actually invented it. 
and and the Trader Vic ripped me off. But then people would say like, oh, that's not true. But there was a very similar drink. Like like Trader Vic was clearly influenced by Don the Beachcomber and sort of ripping him off a little bit. But the 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 recipe that we know and love yeah. is like the original Trader Vic recipe. So this is like Jack White versus the Black Keys almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jack White. His beef with Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys was about that the, he thought he was a ripoff artist, and then and then he was mad that their sons went to yeah, the same they went school. To the same or something school. Like that. It's like, man, I can't get away from this motherfucker. <laughs> Who's the guy that Jack White beat up? The Von Bondi's guy. Yes, the Von Bondi's guy. I don't know his name. And the Von Bondi's guy, instead of like wiping the blood off his face, oh, yeah. was like, "Take a picture of me. Take a picture to last longer, and now get this blood off me." <laughs> That's cool that Jack White's a, a bad boy. Was Trader... He's also a tall boy. He's a tall guy. Yeah, he's a tall boy. Yeah. Was Trader Vic's... Is that a, a chain? Like, were there a bunch of them? Yeah. Yeah, and they still exist. There's just not as many. Uh, there was one downtown in LA. There's still one at, at the Beverly Hilton in Beverly Hills. Yeah. They kind of reformatted it and it has ba- ba- barely any tiki theme, but... Yeah, they were all over the place, and that's why his name checked in uh, Werewolves of London. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. what I was just thinking. And also, in, in Booze News, we we talked about that um, somebody just bought the rights to Don Beach. Don yeah. the Beach oh, right. re- restaurants. So we could be seeing some competition. Are there any more? I'm looking up if there's a Trader Vic's in New York. Is there one? You said it's uh, the, the only existing one is that Beverly Hills Hilton one? Uh, no, the, the, there's one in uh, Oakland. Not the original location, but uh-huh. they've opened a big fat one like on a pier in Oakland. Well, there's plenty of Trader Joe's around, but no Trader Vicks. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. There's um, there's also that Don the Beachcomber documentary that's coming out. Uh, we 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 beat them. We're coming out with our own documentary first. Sorry, boys. <laughs> I uh, the, the the name Mai Tai. Oh yes. The legend of it is supposedly the first person to try the cocktail uh, was said to cry out Mai Tai, which is uh, Tahitian for. The best out of this world. <laughs> wow, they said all that. <laughs> so my means the best, and, and time means, means out of this out world. Of this world. <laughs> um, and then um, uh, Trader Vic from there, he brought it to Hawaii in the fifties when he designed the cocktail menu at the Royal Hawaiian Hotel, which we've been to the Mai Tai Bar. We've then. been, we've been. Hey, the Big Pink Hotel. In our Blue Hawaiian episode, we uh, we recorded on the scene there and yeah. had the original. What a time that was! Ooh, I wanted to mention too. While speaking of Hawaii, um, I jotted down here. If if you want to, don't you know they had these crazy fires in Lahaina yes. on, on Maui? Mm, yeah. Uh, to anyone that wants to donate to the fire relief funds, the New York Times said the good ones to donate to are Hawaii Community Foundation, Maui United Way, American Red Cross, and Maui Food Bank. We should put those in the show description. Phonies. Yeah. Yes, yes. Put them in there. There's also some like scammers uh, that have been ripping people off. So make sure you go to the good ones. If you have any uh, Hawaiian listeners, we're thinking about you and hoping you're doing all right. Yeah, baby. We certainly are. But my speaking of Hawaii, my this is a tiki is weirdly Californian, right? And yeah. it's just like these like white restaurateurs in California were creating this fakey version of Polynesian culture because they didn't really in Tahiti and Hawaii they didn't really like drink alcohol or anything until more recently. But my first mai tai ever, I'd heard of it forever, and then the first time I went to Hawaii in flight, like you know, you assume they're just gonna have the normal uh, cocktail menu. But because it was Hawaiian Airlines, they had Pog, uh, you know, the passion oh, fruit yeah, passion orange, orange guava. Juice. 
And then they had my a Mai Tai, and I said, I'll have a Mai Tai. And it was the Trader Vic's mix. So it wasn't like this fancy Mai Tai we're gonna have today. But it's it I drank it and it was delicious. And I said, I love Mai Tais. And then the rest of that trip, I was drinking them and I finally got to have some of these Trader Vic's originals. And what really struck me is this flavor. You don't think about it, but almond and orange coming together. It's an odd pairing. Mm. And that every tiki drink has multiple rums and lime, like we said, but then there's always something weird on top of that. And in this one, you're going to get almond and orange. And on a lot of um, bar menus, a lot of times their house Mai Tai sucks, but if you see that they have the, like it's too juicy, <clears throat> but if you see that they say Trader Vic's original, go with that one. Cause that's going to be more closer to this recipe that we're going to do now. <laughs> nice. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Yeah. This is on the IBA cocktail list so rather than go digging up the trader vicks original recipe you could do that on your own time but we're going with the international bartenders association and and they did they did a good job trying to make it similar in fact i do think this looks like the trader vick recipe nice. ingredients one ounce amber jamaican rum wait well, real quick uh amber jamaican rum that's like pretty specific versus a lot of the drinks that we do where it's just like white rum or dark right. rum mm -hmm. um if you're, uh, you know, Joe Sixpack, what would you sub for something like that? Like a uh, Captain Morgan's? Um, I would get maybe not Captain Morgan's because that's spice rum. I'd be closer to just like the normal white Bacardi. But if you see something with like Bacardi gold or any right. rum that is gold or has some color to it. But kind of what they're saying is they probably mentioned Amber to say not, not dark white. rum like Myers. dark. But then a lot of Mai Tais do have that little dark float on top, yeah, and that can be fun. Especially if it's like a sweeter, if it's like Whaler or Kraken, it can be nice. And that brings us to the next one. Then the, the next rum here is Martinique Molasses Rum. Now, I learned recently from my friend Sean Kiernan that when you see rum spelled R-H-U-M, mm. that's French. So you're talking about the French colonies. And Martinique is, it was a French island you know, French colony and they treat rum like kind of cognac. But I asked the guy at Cap and Cork, do you have Martinique molasses rum? And he's like, nah, they don't really sell that anymore. Here, here's, here's Martinique agricole. And I bought that. And then quickly, Jeff, you sent me a link to a Reddit where people are talking about this type of stuff. And they were like, agricole is way different than <laughs> yeah. Martinique molasses rum. So it's, uh, th this will be, we don't have the exact totally right thing, but we did use black strap molasses rum for something on the podcast, and I do have it. Oh, right. Maybe I'll put a splash of did that. Did we just use black strap molasses? Well, that was me doing the uh, Yule Mule. Yeah. Oh, right. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I've read here, and there's little... Uh, well, actually, I'll, I'll finish the ingredients. 15 milliliters, half an ounce of orange curacao. I got some of the fancy stuff of that. That's also a, it's a French liqueur made from orange peels, similar to a triple sec, and I would sub... Triple sec if you don't have curacao. 15 milliliters, half an ounce of orjat syrup. That's an almondy syrup, best known for like coffee drinks. That's a pretty that's a tiki staple. You should you should get that, folks. Yeah, we've used that before and stuff. Yeah, I've got a few different brands of it. I love this stuff. And if you can't find it at your local supermarket, check the coffee section with all those like Italian flavor syrups. Probably there. Ah, smart. One ounce of fresh lime juice. Yes. And fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> seven and a half milliliters, a quarter ounce of simple syrup. 
Interesting with orgeat to also need simple syrup. The method is add on ingredients to a shaker with ice. Shake and pour into a double rocks glass or a highball glass. Boo, double rocks glass. Mm -hmm. And there's an asterisk here that says the Martinique molasses rum used by Trader Vic was not agricole rum, but a type of <laughs> rummy, in quotes, rummy, R-U-M-M-Y, from molasses. But I think the takeaway here, and I Googled and learned as much, is that you're not looking for like a, a a fancy polished rum. Trader Vic was at a kind of a raunchy rum flavor. So slopheads, combine any two rums, whatever's around. I don't care if it's Myers. Yeah, like poor man's poor man's. Are we doing Bacardi and Myers? Great, you know Bacardi and Myers would be great. And I'm not yeah. even going to poo poo the, the 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 Captain Morgan either. Honestly, sure, sure. Uh, Bacardi and Captain and, Morgan. And the, all this talk of agricole not being right. The only reason that was on a Reddit is because it's such a common substitution. So I don't think we're in the wrong to be doing agricole for round one. Exactly. It's because it's the other one from Martinique. The difference, though, is whether the rum is made from sugarcane juice or the molasses, like a, the byproduct. You know, there's that middle step of making mm. molasses. It reminds me of like cachaça when we when we were making the um, ah, yes. caipirinhas. We learned about you can make some drinks from sugarcane. You make other drinks by, by things that you made with sugarcane first. Yeah. Anyway, garnish this drink with a pineapple spear, mint leaves, and a lime peel. I forgot all of that stuff. Sometimes you see a nice little purple orchid on there, and that's nice. Mm. Ooh. I've also heard uh, pineapple gets foisted onto the Mai Tai. What do you mean? It doesn't belong? Like, you know, people get a little people get a little excited to add pineapple to anything tiki. And that maybe, you know, a lot of times you get Mai Tais and they don't come with pineapple. I agree. And def certainly not. I forgot, I forgot to get mint leaves. Me neither. Certainly not pineapple juice. Like, look at this recipe, folks. The only fresh juice in here, the only fruit juice is lime. We're getting our orange taste just from curacao. And we're getting our sweetness from orgeat almond syrup. So don't go juicing this up. Stop it with the OJ and the dole. Stop. Stop it now. Pineapple juice, not always welcome. Welcome to the J-Man. You know, it's good to have a little extra pineapple juice around. Jav. It's just, it's good to have, Tim. This is enough. Jav. This is enough of this you know, talk. It, because it makes the semen less bitter. Tim, take it away. Oh, oh okay. No, absolutely. Stop, I didn't, I didn't know what you were getting at, and you were getting at that. We'll go right ahead. <laughs> Can we please go make this drink? I am disgusted. Oh, Michael. <laughs> it's I got I gotta hit my I gotta turn my AC on too. Don't clutch your pearls around me. Go ahead and turn <laughs> it on. Folks, we're gonna go make these drinks. And when we come back, first sips. Ooh, now I'm too cold. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you get, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. And we're back, my ties in hand. Let's see him. <laughs> yes. Huh? Oh, beautiful work, guys! Ooh, nice, Jeff. I use one of the little tiki stirrers, you know. <laughs> yeah, what is it? What that looks like? It's in a little. What is that, Jeff? It's like a like a swizzle stick. So this is from Solvang. It's the High Rollers Tiki Club. Oh, I see what it is. It's like a lady, uh, like a fifties yeah, pinup lady. girl. And then um, I got I do have mint, and we'll talk about that. And I got a, a little pineapple wedge, and then I've never seen lime peel. Uh, before yeah, as a either. garnish, but I, I tried to do like a little twist. Limes are weird because the skin is so thin compared to a lemon. I just did a little triangle sure. of lime. <laughs> That's a wedge, Mike. That's a wedge. Sorry. Wait. So the recipe <laughs> said peel. I feel like what I normally see at a tiki, like the the tiki tea, does like a very iconic original one of these. And I think that they just throw in like the discarded lime, yeah, the, yeah, the shell, like the spent lime. Yeah. Mm. And that, like, sometimes at Tiki Bar, that'll even be lit on fire. Yeah, with a cube. Like at the Tonga Hut. Oh, I try yeah. I turn it upside down, put a, uh, 151 in a sugar cube and light it Have on fire. Have you tried that? Because I tried it with just, yeah. like, um, a blob of sugar because I didn't have a cube. But you actually do need it to be a cube to, like, hold together. It makes the fire a lot better. 
Like otherwise, it'll just kind of like spread out. And yeah, it turns into. When we mush. did the Scorpion Bowl all together. Remember, we lit it up with a cube, and we were like, "This is amazing! It really does." Like that one fifty one really burned hard. <laughs> he. Yeah. Well, should we? Yes. Let's go in. Oh, guys, check this out. I have pebble ice. I had a bag of pebble Ooh, ice. Nice. I have the real iconic fucking thing. Nice. I did. I did crushed up ice too. I put in a bag and smashed it. Smart. Just normal for me. Sips. Ooh, I'm swayed by the smell. Ooh, mm. nice. I think I did a little too much on the lime there, maybe. That's the taste. I, I would say that I, I did think it was odd adding simple syrup after having put the orgeat, and this is very sugary, um, yeah. but it is that it, it is that original Trader Vic type recipe taste. I just did extra orgeat. I didn't want to yeah, do Yeah, I did syrup. no simple syrup. Normally, I'm a letter of the law guy. Ooh, that's good. But you want it's nice to get more of that almond coming through because that's part of the taste. I feel like I'm lacking a little bit. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm. This feels a little light or thin to me. Like first first reaction, Ooh. like it feels a little weak. I wonder if I did something wrong. You mean you mean alcohol alcohol wise or like viscosity? Just alcohol wise. Like it's. I'm not getting that like that harsh harsh molasses flavor right. or just boozy flavor. So it's got. Two, it's got two and a half ounces of booze, right? So mm. two, one ounce of each rum and then half an ounce of curacao. But I agree, Jeff, that I think it's because I got that Martinique Agricole, which is a very gentle cognac-y, Frenchy rum. Mm. I feel like if our other rum, if you did just do, use the Myers or Kraken or whatever other weird thing you got, maybe you raunch it up a little bit more. Because this is going down for me like kind of like – not unlike a daiquiri. It's like sugar, lime, and uh, yep. and I, I want to taste more orange, and I want to taste more almond. Hey, I'll be honest. A lot of these mixes, like the Trader Vic's mix, is not bad. It's it's very good if you just only want to mm. buy rum in a mix. This is pre- I mean, this is re- pretty good, but I, I just uh, I agree with you. It's just not exactly what I've had before, but I don't dislike it. Could this be because we didn't use the black strap or the molasses-y rum? I think a dark rum floater on top of this would really help. It would really kick it up. Ah, uh, yeah. What did we use that blackstrap rum for? Yeah, what the fuck? We, we use blackstrap rum or black just the blackstrap molasses? I own blackstrap rum. Definitely for Jeff's Yule Mule, we had molasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every time I see it in my fridge, I'm like, why do I? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> With <laughs> a giant jar that it's sold in one size jar of molasses. Mm. Here's what you do, Mike. Make some toast, put some peanut butter on it, put some banana on that, ah. and drizzle a little molasses. Boom. That's a good idea. You know, I am cutting back on the carbs again. Again? I was going out of control, man. <laughs> <laughs> we never really got to see you in your downward spiral of eating carbs. It was wild. Uh, no, I'm back. I'm eating rice and stuff, but I'm just trying to not do bread as much. Sure. But I really like uh, the bagels we had last time I saw you, so who knows? Have some of those. Ooh. Mike, go for the brown rice. It's got that husk on there that's a little more oh, fibrous. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I own black. I, I've searched my email for black strap. 
and uh, it showed a lot of my BDSM wear, <laughs> but um, <laughs> my or my orders from AdamandEve.com. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> but it's the only thing I have in there is Jeff's recipe for the Yule Mule's blackstrap molasses. So maybe I on my own decided to buy a blackstrap rum. Odd move, Timmy. Weird flex. You're a weird guy. Hey, you guys want to hear a story about mint? Yes. Yes. Just a little tale. Jet, jet blue mint or? No, no, no. I wish. Okay. Okay. Um, Tim, do you remember last time you gave me some mint for the Hugo Spritz? Sure. I put it in my and fridge. Allegedly going to be the drink of the summer, proven to not yeah. be so. Continue. Yeah. Not so. Um, you gave it to me midday. I put it in my fridge saying, this will be great for the pod in a few hours. Oh, you mentioned this when that happened. Yeah. The pod starts up. I open the fridge. Withered, weak, wobbly. <laughs> my mint <laughs> looked like the poor unfortunate souls from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yes. And I said, I, and I was at the grocery store today. I said, oh, here we go. Mint again. Do I get the one that's expensive and it's planted in the dirt? Because mm-hmm. that stays good. Or I said, mm-hmm. Jeffy, how about you learn from your mistake and get the normal mint at the normal grocery store for the common man and do it right? And you know what I did? I remember yeah. somebody on the Discord saying, you didn't shock your mint, Jeff. Jeff, you didn't shock your mint. Is that slapping? No, no. This is even weirder. I found this uh, website. Maybe I'll put this in the show description too. What they tell you to do is take your mint, take off like the bottom leaf so it's just sort of like you get some long stems on there. Put it upside down in ice water, fully submerged for 15 minutes, or they even say 14, specifically 14. Oh, also, you're going to want to um, snip the, the tips, the stumps, at an angle like you would for a Christmas tree or some roses. Jeez. You need to expose maybe, yeah. maybe more of the, the goodness. Yeah, I, I do that with my roses, yeah. Yeah, yeah, perfect. This is just <laughs> like that. So you submerge it for 14 minutes in ice water. You take them out, shake it off, and you put them in a cup filled with hot water. What the fuck? Okay. You would think Wilt City, yes? Yes. These things perked up like Carmen Electra strutted into the room. (laughs) Were you watching them as they perked? No, I went, I was like, I guess whatever this is doing. And I I went into my um, bedroom, came back 10 minutes later. You didn't shoot a time-lapse video? This thing was like, you wouldn't believe these things. Wait, these are the ones, the old ones? What do you mean Old. The old ones that you no, got no, no. from Tim. This oh, is okay. just like a. This is just my grocery store mint. But they tell you a new, a new. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. And then you put it in this cup of hot water. On the website, they're showing it coming out of a kettle, so boiling. I didn't go that far. Hmm. And they said it'll stay poofed up and beautiful for like five days. Wow, it's crazy. So now I have like a nice looking little ornament in my kitchen of all poofed up mint. That's great. That's beautiful. That's a lot of steps to go through for. No, it's worth it, Mike. <laughs> Wait, do you see this mint? I, I would. I think you should just start farming mint in your house. It seems like you're using a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> How much could a mint seed cost? A cent? Sure. Per sure. seed? That'd be funny if you had like a bunch of um, like black lights in your apartment and a whole setup and it looked like you're growing drugs, but it was mint for cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like basil and mint. Ah, that was good. You know what? You know what I like about uh, tiki places, the, the couple that I've been to? I always like when they have a little like waterfall scene or something happening. Mm-hmm. You say, "Oh, that's nice." You hear the kind of water dripping down. The water yeah. feature. 
a water feature is nice. <laughs> sort of like a mini golf nice. course or like the line mm-hmm. at the Indiana Jones ride. Well, there's there's that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's that one in uh, San Francisco that we went to uh, Tonga, Tonga Room. Tonga that room. their Tonga water room. feature was a giant pool in the middle that a band would play on, and then all of a sudden. It would rain on it. Like every 20 minutes, there was rain, a rainstorm. Yeah. So it was the hotel pool, and they decided to put a boat in the pool that has a yeah. band set up. Isn't that crazy? It's no more of the pool, the hotel pool. Yeah. It's just a water By spot. the way, that might have been the first place I had a Mai Tai. Isn't that crazy? It would make Ooh. sense. Like early on Sketchfest when we would go up there, I don't feel like we were doing tiki bars specifically around LA yeah. and then up there they got a bunch because also tiki drinks are so expensive and we started doing that festival when we were you know dirt poor you know, and yeah three. there was something there I used to order that was called like a pineapple royale because they would hand you a whole pineapple there was <laughs> around with it. what's the other tiki bar up there that's not the Tonga room that um, Smuggler's Cove Pirate's Cove yeah Smuggler's Cove yeah that's a fun they're one. real famous and they have like a famous cocktail book and stuff I do remember somebody puking downstairs, and it just kind of made the whole place smell. That's what I remember. I remember that. I don't remember smelling that, but I, that's the story I remember. It's like, it smelled bad in the basement, yeah. <laughs> the basement bar. The floor upstairs, the floor you walk in on is very like Pirates of the Caribbean, and and, and it's got like a water feature to, and, and skulls and dark and that vibe. And then you walk downstairs, and we were like, it was just people drinking cans of Tecate and barfing. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> Kind of a different vibe down there. When you say, like, I like a tiki bar. I feel like this drink supports this, where tiki is less beach bar, pool bar culture. I like a tiki bar. I like to be in a cold city. Let's say you're in Detroit in February, Ah. you know, and you step down into a basement bar and you open a curtain and you're whisked away. You want to go on vacation. You got a vacation in the neighborhood. Yeah, and it's a little it's a little dark cavey oasis and there's some yeah, yeah, yeah. S- some fog and a water feature and the the drinks are really strong and people try to make fun of sweet drinks but tiki drinks sometimes have like four shots of rum in them and yap, <laughs> hop, 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 hop. Yeah, don't make fun of tiki drinks around the sloppy boys. We'll kill you. Yeah, we'll have to beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what this? You know what this drink could use for me? A splash of black cherry wishniac. Yes, Canada Dry <laughs> makes black cherry wishniac that I am no stranger to anymore. Wishniac for Wozniak. What a seamless ad read that was. That was. Well, oh my god! I guess that did kind of sound like an ad read. Hmm. I don't know who's who's the guy who would uh, interview people. I mean, there's a bunch of them. But <laughs> yeah, who's, who's the guy, guy? Who's the guy I'm thinking of? <laughs> uh, Charlie Rose. No, older. Never mind. Uh, Larry King. No, even Walter older. Cronkite. Mm, too serious. Frost, this is more of a Frost, more of a fun guy. Who's Sawyer? Uh, Toad. No. Who who's the guy who was on after after Conan? Oh, um, Tom. Tom Snyder. No, Snyder after Letterman before the Kilborn days. Oh yeah, after Conan would was uh, Bob Costas. I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on. Now I just need to you... say it. Dick Cavett is who I was thinking of. Oh shit! Ah, Dick Cavett. <laughs> All right, look. You've mentioned a lot of tiki bars. Yeah, we've talked about the Tonga Hut, the Tonga Room, Smuggler's Cove. We didn't talk about Tiki Tea. Mm. We've talked about it before, though. Yeah, but not here on this episode. I like when someone does the bull, some Toro Toro drink, and yeah. then you come out of the bathroom mm-hmm. and the 
bull is going crazy and you're like, what the hell just happened? I remember we went there the night before we left on tour or. It was our stop on the, our, our. Yes. It was a stop on the tour was on the, the, on the uh, West That's Coast. That's funny tour. to have the LA stop on the West Coast tour and you're back in your, in your bed. By the way, night. the best thing in the world to like, you know, you, you leave and you pack up and you go on, you hit the road and then three nights in, you get to sleep in your own bed and shower. Yeah. It's so nice. Amazing. Change your underpants. But I was at. Did I tell you guys when I was at Tiki T, I noticed um, one of the bartenders I, I didn't recognize. He wasn't okay. wasn't the usual bartender there. He was sort of this like older dude, black dude in, in like really good shape, really really jacked. And I didn't I didn't recognize him yet. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was asking him like, what's the best you know what's the best drink here? Yeah. I, I waited in the the line for like forty minutes because Tiki T is pretty small. And uh, rainy night too. And he was like, Jeff, right? And I was like, Yeah, Jeff. He's like, Yeah, I love the pod, man. Uh, you guys are hitting the road. I said, Yeah, we're on. The, we're actually on the road. It's cool <laughs> when you get to actually sleep in your own bed. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, because I'm a musician myself. Oh, the bartender was a musician. Gotcha. And, and it's starting to like add up for me a little bit. But at the time, I'm still, I'm still not for know, me. sharpening my number two pencil here, baby. Why well, it's not adding up for me at all? Okay. Yet. Anyway, so I'm in Tiki T. New bartender I haven't seen before. He's a musician. And I'm asking him, all I'm concerned about <laughs> is what's the best drink? What do I get? Yeah. Because now's my chance to get it. Right. And he he leans into me and he whispers this. Bass. And some lime juice. <laughs> so, but you know we're adding for us to unwind. Some Curacao and Old Shot too. Something like a phenomenon. Jeffy, go and tell everyone on the line <laughs> that Mike Tom. your friends, Mike and Tim. <laughs> Can you believe that? Wow! No. Wait a minute. <laughs> Jeffy. <laughs> he said, go and tell everyone on the pod that my ties are the fave. Oh. I, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the words. Who was that music, music artist? Was that LL Cool J? No, because I said, I was like, Grandmaster Flash. And he said, no, Melly Mel. I'm Melly Mel and I sing on that song. Melly Mel. Not Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> I see. And what is, what is usually, what is, how does he usually sing that song? I think it's White Lines. Okay. Ah. I, I think. Yeah, <laughs> he might think that too. That's cool that you met him. Yeah, and you didn't tell us because we were there with you I, that you didn't say hey. Well, he whispered it to Jeff, so we we didn't overhear it. Right, and, oh, and he yeah, said, yeah. "Tell your friends, Mike and Tim." So he figured it, the information got to you. Yeah, he didn't say that you should do it right away or wait till a podcast. A yeah, now it's yeah. a year later. <laughs> 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 Just wait. Hold off until the very right moment. You'll know when it is. Damn. That's cool. That is cool. How did he? How did you? Did you record that, or did you send? Did he send you a recording of it? Um, no. Like I said, he sort of leaned in and whispered it, and luckily my phone was right there in my hand. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that you recorded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, would you change anything about the drink? Other than adding some cherry wishniak, uh, I would. I would lessen the lime. <gasps> how dare oh, wow. you, Mike? Well, it's because I also. That wedge of lime, I also like squeeze that and put it in. So I, I had a little too much of the lime. 
I might hmm. for round two, I might put a splash of a raunchier rum, like some sort of dark rum. But <clears throat> I want more almond and I want more curacao because like, you know, there's different orgeats. I used to have one that was uh, the Spirit Guides brand. It was really what you got. Right now, I'm using Trader Vic's, which has a nice amaretto-ish taste, but it's kind of just like as clear as like simple syrup. And then I have Fee mm. Brothers. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Ooh. Remember, I, did you guys ever have, I had the Spirit Guides uh, Orjat that was like really nutty. It was like brown. Like, like, like it was just like, wild. Like man, <laughs> it was like mashed up almonds <laughs> in there and it was really good. So I say go for the raunchier rums and the raunchier almond options. If you don't have Orjat, use Amaretto, folks. Use Di Sirono. Mm, that's pretty fun. <laughs> use Amaretto. Use Di Sirono. <laughs> you know what? Part of me didn't like almond for a long time. You know why? Why? Pink almond hand soap from schools. Uh, oh, yeah. Why did it, it always have this like nasty like almond smell to it? Yeah, it's a yeah, slippery pink stuff that I grew up with my whole life. And I, I decided I don't like almond. It smells like bathroom soap in my school. And that's not for kids like like uh, the taste of almond, like like marzipan and nougat mm. and, and all these different desserts. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's not for kids, you know, it's wasted Amaretto. on kids. Kids soap should smell like fruity pebbles. Yeah. Or Dunkaroos. Or sage. <laughs> so Dunkaroo is not the flavor of the dip, but the cookie itself, huh? Yes. <laughs> a a, a gram cookie. All right. Um, I might actually do the poor man's version and just do Bacardi and Myers. See what that gets me. Great. I'm going to raunch mine up a little bit, and I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to just do that. I'm going to look on my cart. Oh, I got, I, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do Captain Morgan's. I see a little Captain Morgan's over there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> How are you? I want to talk to you. All right, folks, sit tight and listen to these ads. We'll be right back after this. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I found the two darker rums that I was thinking of. Goslings we had for the dark and stormy mm, yes. black rum. And then mm. also from forever ago, I found some uh, Hamilton 86 Demerara rum. Oh, that stuff's good. Ah. I like that. We maybe had that for like the zombie episode two or something. I had it, it like in one wow. of the little bottles on the way back. Was it like, uh, was it like you had to blow yeah, some dust off? It was off like it? finding an old spell book. 
<laughs> an old spell book. <laughs> um, this looks really good. I ended up doing the, what's the amber you got, Tim? The amber rum? Um, Appleton Estate. I did the Appleton Estate and Myers. So I didn't go Bacardi. I went amber and molasses. Nice. Appleton is gives it that taste like that you don't usually have in your home. That's like that tiki tea taste. It's giving taste. It's it's giving professional bartender. Ooh. I did double shot of spiced rum <laughs> of uh, Captain Morgan's spice rum. I raunched mine up a bit. I just did kind of more of everything and a little splash of black molasses. Nice rum. I did a little more orgeat, a little more curacao as well. Let's let's do it. Bottoms up. Not bad. Yeah. Oh, there's the taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Even though this has like the fakey, you know, spiced rum taste, I would expect more of this taste at a tiki place than the version I made before. Like it's got more of a thing to it. Well, and do you have multiple? You did the Captain Morgan, but did you also have the other rums in there too? No, I just did. I just did instead of the two rums, copy, copy. two times the Morgans. Mine has a just, I mix rums together. I put a little splash of a bunch of rums and more lime, more orgeat, more cursor, more everything. And it's working. It's just, it's kitchen sinky. I don't, I feel like the IBA recipe is, yeah, a little light, a little something. I think, I think that a slop head should do some Googling and figure out, uh, use the original Trader Vic's recipe. And I think we could even explore in a future episode. <laughs> The Vix 44 Whoa. original. The original. Hey, that could be next episode. Ooh, that would be Amber. crazy. What what that follow be through? That'd be good. Not tomorrow, <laughs> next week. Yeah, man, because I still feel like I'm not getting... When I get one of these at a at a Tonga room or a Tonga hut, you take a sip and you're like, ooh, yeah. that's fruity and juicy and jet fuel powerful. I'm not, right. I'm not feeling <laughs> that like, oh boy, I better sit down. I feel like the IBA didn't want to give us... Because it's two ounces of rum, half an ounce of curacao, so two and a half ounces. They didn't want to hit us with what you get at a tiki bar, which is like four shots of rum. And in bigger glasses. I mean, these are this yeah. is small. Well, whose fault is that, Mike? Yeah, look at mine. Mine's like well, just good. that's what the recipes told us. You guys didn't comment on my beautiful glass from Mama's Fish House in Maui. Ooh, is that a little face? Uh, is that a little carving in there? Wow. So so that. That's like a, a a rocks glass with a little pedestal on yeah, it. Yeah, and it's a tiki yeah. face, but it's clear. And uh, yeah, it just reminded me. I do like it when the when the mai tai has a little dark rum floater on top. Yes, you know. Yes, that's nice. Um, do we want to get into our final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's start with Tim. I I mean, this is, is probably my, maybe my favorite cocktail. Uh, uh, well, it's between the martini and the mai tai, and I've made many of both. Mm. I've probably made more martinis than Mai Tais, but I still made a fucking shitload of Mai Tais. And it's my favorite tiki drink. It's an all-timer, big part of my life. Mm -hmm. I love the Mai Tai. Now, this recipe (laughs) was a little wimpy, but I'm not going to hold that against the cocktail. It's an order again. It's a love it with all your heart. It's the Mai Tai. And you know what? The, the, The word Mai Tai comes from is Tahitian for... The best out of this world. Can't do any better than the Mai Tai. <laughs> this drink has a pretty great taste if you're talking about earthly taste. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with that, Tim. This is just a knock against the IBA, I think. Um, this is a great mm-hmm. drink. I've had better than this one, and I want to perfect it. I want to perfect it on the pod, if you can believe it. Yeah, me too. Ooh. 
You may have your chance. Pretty soon we'll be out from under the the uh, the thumb of tyranny. Uh, out from under the IBA in no time, folks. We're closing in on the end of the IBA list. It's like it's like a, uh, a recording artist being like, once I get these two <laughs> records done, I can get away from this contract we're, and do my own thing. trying to get away from this association that has no idea we exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does not give a fuck It's an independent us. podcast. We do ourselves. It is our choice to be beholden to this weird association <laughs> that nobody's heard of. Um, I'll tell you what, this Mai Tai just hit me fine. I, yeah. I wasn't feeling a buzz. And then I just got the warmest, like, it's funny because drunk is drunk. It's just like alcohol in your blood. Sure. But yeah. when it's a tiki drink, it's you, great. You, you trick yourself. You Well, you, you trick yourself to feel that warm feeling. It was like, it was like, you took me to the islands a little bit. Mm. You know? Ooh. Uh, for me, this drink, look. If you like this drink, give me a hell yeah, because this is a Stone Cold classic. <laughs> Hooray. This is a Stone Cold classic. Yeah, so good. How can yeah. you not? This is an A-plus gold drink. Kind of a sneaker-upper. Out of this world? Wow. So wait a second. You guys... Yeah? Did one of you guys mention the Mai Tai? Yeah, we've been mentioning it this whole time. It came up. Um. Okay, well, that... I, that kind of made me think about how there there's there's one type of Mai Tai, which is, yes, it's got the curacao and the rum and the orange and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But let's say that you are happen to be inside my closet. You might find a different type of Mai Tai. No, yes. No, 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 it's, no, no. We're talking neckties, folks, and it's time for the Mai Tai quiz. Wow. Okay. Nice. These are... This is quiz questions about Tim Kalpakis's tie collection, okay. neck tie uh-huh. collection. Yeah, and you guys are going to go showdown against each other in a, a kind of a vicious battle. Sure. And the winner will get scratch off money. Mm. Great. I'm, I'm guessing this is a uh, this is a blur. Do we have to buzz in, Tim? Tim, <laughs> do we have to buzz in? It's a blurter. Blur out your blurter. answers. Okay. And, okay. We didn't know. We didn't know at first, but I didn't get a clear answer from you guys. You've heard of Mai Tai, the drink, but you were you mm-hmm. aware there's a different type of Mai Tai? You, we yeah. heard us say yes. Yeah, we your closet, Tim's closet of ties, neckties. Yeah, Tim's neck adornments is a different type. I of... I feel like you don't have a quiz, and that's you're why stalling, you're stalling, Tim. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, really? Well, if you have a quiz, then <laughs> where's question number one? one? Okay, there we go. <laughs> Shit. Question number one. One of my ties yeah. nice. looks like this musical instrument. Piano. Fuck. Michael has it <laughs> on I the I knew board. that was going to be one of the questions. I didn't think it was going to be the first question. Well, I wore it to Michael Cassidy's wedding, and you wore piano suspenders, and we posed for an Instagram picture. Did we not? In tr- that's in truth. I have to agree Tim, with you. Tim, do we get any side points for saying that that tie also made an appearance in the video for Let's Party? Yes, Ooh. you get one side Fuck, point. Yes. Um, and do yes. you, but you have to decide now. Um, <laughs> huh? You can't just carry it in your back pocket. You have to decide now whether when you, you want to put that point into play. In this quiz. Or not. Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah, I would like to put it into play. Okay. Uh, Jeff has one mic. Can I match his side point and have one too? Yes. Okay. So Jeff has one mic. Damn. has two. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. I feel like I'm worse off in a way. Keep going, Tim. (laughs) Question number two. 
at a recent friend's wedding in Santa Fe, bolo. I fuck, infamously fuck, fuck, fuck. Yes, I wore a bolo tie. <laughs> Mike See, Tim, you it. had me thinking traditional tie and then already a curveball. Wow, this is an interesting quiz if I ever was in the middle of one. <laughs> I should have mentioned that my tie quiz, it kind of, by question number two, you're on the oddball oh, questions. It's kind okay. of crazy. Wow. Well, look at the quiz master. <laughs> right. Okay, question number two. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, question number three. One of my ties mm-hmm. was designed by this jam band Jay Garcia wizard. Garcia. Jefferson Dutton has it. It's a Jay Garcia tie. Um, that's, that's, so this is very funny. I remember these ties being hot shit yeah, in the 90s. hot shit. I got one maybe yeah. from a... From like a Salvation Army. Do you think Jerry Garcia, were, were they paintings he did and they used them for ties? Or was That's he actually- what I thought. There was, some, there was something like yeah, they were designed to but they, they don't look like, I mean, the one I had, because I had one or two in my, uh, you know, my Catholic school. Yeah. They looked like normal ties, but they were colorful. Like it wasn't like crazy hippie right. art. It was like they, they took crazy hippie art and they right. kaleidoscoped it into like more of a normal tie. I remember it, seeing him being like, this is not at all like the the dancing yeah, bears yeah. or anything like that what is this who is this man i like the one that i have it's just like <laughs> abstract art i say keep it i say keep it in the the wardrobe yeah. and tim so you don't have any of these ties handy to like show off to us or anything <laughs> i could it's six feet away i could reach Ooh, and go six get it, feet from six feet from stardom <laughs> There's a documentary about that time. Six weeks. Wait, is that, who is that? Tina Turner or something? Well, who was that about? It's the background. Back, it's a document documentary about background oh. singers. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Question number three. A lot of my ties. Why is it always in italics when you have to say that? Because <laughs> it's well, there was a drink called a my tie, yeah. but there's but a every question you like, okay. uh, closet my. My neck adornments, Jeff. Okay. A lot of my ties (laughs) are purchased for free using my MasterCard credit card points at this old legacy men's clothing store. Men's warehouse. J. Crew? No. Macy's. Gap? No. No. Men's legacy? Hold on, hold on. I I should have said legacy men's. Everyone slow down. An old company. Woolworths. An old... (laughs) <laughs> Not you're saying you're saying department stores, but I'm talking about the brand. Like they would have a table within <laughs> a department Pol- store. Polo, a men's like Hilfiger, Tommy Hilfiger, um, Ralph Lauren, uh, Ralph Lauren. Okay, here's a hint. Versace. Hold on. The, the 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 ties are adorned with little international flags as well as the letters BB. Brooks Brothers. Fuck, fuck. Brooks Brothers. Michael has four. Jeff has two. Brooks Brothers was hot shit even when I was in high school. Can you imagine? Really? Yeah, people. I always think of it as like a dusty old man store. Yeah, but it was expensive, so like rich, richy, rich little fuckers liked it. That's why you gotta get the Mastercard credit points. Here we go to question. <laughs> what's the What's the current score there, Tim? For those of us who are feeling the drink of the um, day, <laughs> Mike has four, and you have two. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna shift focus a little bit from my ties to somebody else's ties. Mm. Oh. Michael Hanford Great. has a wonderful tie, mm. and I have coveted it. He wore it in the IFC series, The Birthday Boys, in a sketch where he confronts his proctologist, played by Chris Elliott. What is the aforementioned tie adorned with? Floral. Yes, it's flowers. <laughs> it's a funny, flowery tie. 
that is very funny. It's a female tie from Liz Claiborne. <laughs> Fun. It's got a big, it's kind of wide. Now, was that, was it a wardrobe on the show and you kept it or was that a, did you previously own it? I think I I've owned it. I've, I think I got it from a, oh no, wait, that may have just been from you the show. You said it's kind of wide? It's a little wider, yeah. Oh, like something like Diane Keaton would wear. Something like that, yeah. Ann Hall. I can't remember if, where I got that, but I'm I'm glad to know it's coveted. <laughs> I bet you got it at Goodwill. It has that type of a vibe, you know? Yeah. Um. Okay. Question number one, two, three, four, five, well, six. <laughs> In a famed old photo of us, the yeah. three sloppy boys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where we are attending the wedding of our friend Eric Shiner yeah. in State College, Pennsylvania. Mm, I can picture it. I'm wearing a red tie, uh-huh. striped. Mike is wearing a red and green plaid tie. Mm. But what color tie is Jeff's enormous big fat tie? Blue and yellow striped. <laughs> Jeff, I'm going to give it to you, but it's yellow. It's primarily yellow. With blue stripes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I would say I would say it's it's big, thick, yellow oh, stripes I'm, I'm that way. Fighting for my life in the fucking Mai Tai quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I that is stuck in my brain forever because it's the fattest tie. It covers your whole torso. <laughs> it's a chubby tie. It's a chubby tie. Okay. <laughs> I think that's on our Instagram. Somewhere. Yeah. It's all it's all yellow and then. Okay. There's some paper thin blue stripes going through there, but um. man, that was back in the days where like we would just wear our sketch comedy suits to weddings. Like our friends <laughs> yeah. would already be like getting married and having stable jobs, and we would go to their East Coast weddings in our like sketch comedy suits that have been balled up a million times. <laughs> no <laughs> sense of style or fashion, and yeah, just no choices. Just being like a suit, okay. <laughs> And my one pair of dress shoes. <laughs> In that picture, that was a very fancy wedding at a very nice venue. And Jeff, you it's impressive that you're wearing a suit. Me and Hanford are doing the sort of khakis and, and blazer yeah, look that you do when you're sure. 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Final question. Is a true or false? Okay. What's the um, score? I, mean, I know I'm losing. Mike has one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. And Jeff, you have one, two, three. But I should mention this final question is worth 77 points. <laughs> 77 points. Oh, boy. Yeah. So that could, it could, it has the potential to put either one of you up in the leaderboard position. Mm-hmm. Okay. True or false? Tim knows how to tie a bow tie. Incorrect. True. False. <laughs> Jefferson Dutton is correct. Oh. Tim does not know how to. And Mike, you have one, two, three, four, five points. Jeff, you get uh, 77 and you have three of 80. So wow. It's, wow. Jeff wins 82 five. There's no way I can come back. Uh, that was the that was the last question. It's over. Damn, Tim, <laughs> nobody knows how to tie a bow tie. It's t- Mike, have you tried? I've never tried. I think my brother knows how to do it. No way. Kyle? Yeah, I think he can can do one. Because I've seen him wear them before. I had a I had a dress coat in high school and I had to wear a tie and I only learned the one the easy I never did even learned a double Windsor, just a single yeah. Windsor that's like a fast loose <laughs> bad beat. I never even got to the double Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time for a double. Whew, Damn. Sad. Well it's funny because all three of us wore ties in high school, is that right? Yeah, tie school. Tie high. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a show. 
We should do a show called My Tie High, and we're three fucking teachers at it, and we're drunk all the time. Man. <laughs> if you read it, you, you, you're like, oh, there's a show called My Tie High, and then the logline is, three teachers are drunk all the time. <laughs> oh. It we move, we moved to we moved to Hawaii because we I don't know we we thought we could like start up a tiki mm-hmm. bar. It flopped in our face. We can't get back home, so now we got to like figure out something and teach at the school. It's kind of the premise of another round, the Mads Mikkelsen movie we covered on the blowout. Very true. Teachers drinking during the day. Sure, it'll be a, it'll be the um, the American uh, remake. My tie high. Hollywood. When you figure this strike stuff out. We're here. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. If you can't get enough boys or you just want to laugh so fucking hard, go to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys and unlock the sloppy boys blowout, the weekly bonus episode, oh. and the monthly bonus episode questions for Lennon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Good episode, guys. That's cool. Great That's really cool. Yeah, we were really actually funny. We were on one. And um, I'm still very excited about this doc coming soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be You're exciting. A feature-length movie about us making a doc. And here's the thing. We should clarify. <laughs> this is we're not making an album. This is a doc about an album. Go ahead, <laughs> Timmy. Wait, wait, what did I say? <laughs> about us making a doc. <laughs> now that would be good. I guess the way we are, it is about us making a doc because we're just doing our thing. But yes, Um, we. uh, It's not Spinal Tap, folks. It's not. It's not a mockumentary. This is really us, really recording, and we're really under the gun, and we are have a week to record an album. We're really trying hard. Yeah, that's a good point to 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 clarify that. It's yeah. It's it's it is like uh, Get Back. It's more like the Beatles thing. It's more like if the Beatles were bad. Than like that we're clowning on rock docs. We it's a real rock doc, folks. We'll see you at the movies. Hell yeah! Bye, folks. Bye. I love you. Give me a-